Hello there. Welcome to the Kirk Minahan wrap-up show for today's actually April 6th, but we will be doing the April 5th show of uh, the Kirk Minahan show. Uh, I was a little under the weather yesterday. I uh, was unable to do it. So doing it today. Uh, I'm joined as always by on Mondays or Tuesdays in this case, Andrew Augustus. How's it going, Andrew? Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me on this great Tuesday. I was busy on the course yesterday, so it okay. kind of worked out for both of us. Yeah, I heard you uh, heard you got a call in. A couple people got some calls in yesterday that uh that are... in the hole and I I for I I listened to Kirk's advice because I was on the phone with him. I had the driver in the hand. Yep. He talked me out of it. I pulled out my six, punched it out on second shot sucked, but I recovered for an up and down for par. So thank you, Kirk. Yes, yes. As always, thank you, Kirk. So uh, you're probably wondering, Justin, we get it. The Kirk Minahan show is huge, but the talk of the day yesterday was not about the Kirk Minahan show, which is something you'll almost never hear me say. It was about the Case podcast. Uh, the Case podcast came out yesterday. It was a huge, there was huge Twitter engagement, huge social media buzz surrounding it. Uh, I listened to it multiple times. It's a quick listen. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, obviously go check that out now. But uh, yeah, we'll be talking about today's Kirk Minahan show, or yesterday's Tur Kirk Minahan show, and I will be on later today at five with intern Harrison for a nice face reveal, and then we will be discussing uh, the actual case. So you're wearing uh, the, case the rise of Harrison that we heard on the show. <laughs> oh no, I, mean, I, I love Harrison. Harrison. Harrison's a dope guy. I like him. Uh, but let's uh, let's just jump right into it. So. The show started off. I liked it how they filmed, how they recorded this Monday as well, right before the case came out. I think that was a good idea. Uh, instead of recording it Sunday night, like they no have normally been doing, I think it was a good idea to do that because, you know, it was kind of like Kirk was like, you know, this is kind of my day. It, you know, it, it, I'm not sure every day is Kirk Manhattan day, but this was like a day kind of just a to kind of sit back, you know, it's being released, just relax, you know, just take some victory in it. And uh, people were excited. People were excited. So it started off with uh, one of the strangest segments I've ever heard on the Minahan show. And that is a, that is saying something. So <laughs> we've had hot dog eating contests. We've yes. had a wide variety and this is definitely up there. So Steve Earl Robinson called Kirk, I believe it was Saturday, and he said it was around like 10, 15-ish, 10, 30-ish, yeah. which Kirk said is way past his bedtime. As you know, Kirk likes to go to sleep early, uh, wake up early, get a run in. So the way Kirk was describing it is he thought something happened in regards to the case. He thought someone was like, we need to talk, or hey, there's shit going on with, the, with episode one. We have to rush into the studio to do something. So I can imagine Kirk was in a panic seeing Steve call him at uh, so late at night. Opens it up, <laughs> answers the call, and it is Steve singing to his dog about Easter. I don't even know. I, I don't know how. It's very hard. I used to butt dial a lot of people back in like the uh, you know the 2008 when I had like the NV3 when like flip phones were a thing because there were actual buttons to press. It, I think it's very hard now to butt dial someone, especially so, with any sort of smartphone. I, I'm pretty yes. sure he has an iPhone. Mm -hmm. As someone with an iPhone, it is near the only way. I don't I don't even know how you would butt dial someone. Like I, I just I 
I've never done it. I don't know. And this was the one time when I'm listening to it and I heard the time like 10, like, like, t- like late 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the only time I wish Kirk didn't pick up the phone and just let it go to voicemail. I know because you would, it, it would have kept going and going and we could have seen how long, how long Steve would be singing the Ziggy. And then that would have been great fodder for the show. Oh yes, it would have been. It, it would have been. I I 100 believe Kirk. I know for a fact this happened because Steve kind of got into his. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what I was doing Saturday night voice that he uh, he kind of does when he's when he knows he's on on the ropes. And uh, if there was sound of that, that would have been up there with do 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 do. Just any organic sound that when people don't know they're being recorded can sometimes turn into greatness and. I know Kirk said he only hung on the phone for like a minute, but I, I, I really wish. I think I think if he could go back in time and he could figure out how to record that, he would, because oh, I could see that being some of the. Because you know, you know, Steve said, "Oh, how long did that go on for?" And he was like, "Oh, yeah, it just went on for like a minute or so." Uh, there's no way that that went on for a minute. That was that was oh, at yeah. least a ten minute long, long, uh, As long some- session. As someone with two dogs, I can guarantee you if I like butt dialed someone talking to my dogs, it would be some of the weirdest and funniest things. And I can empathize with Steve on what he was doing. And unfortunately for the Mina fans, Steve is smart enough, I think, we're never gonna get another butt dial like at that night again. I guarantee it's it's gonna be in his head now. Anytime he goes to do it, he's gonna check for his phone. I I, I just have a feeling he won't slip up like that. This is a missed See- so what I think happened was, if you hold down, call intern Harrison. Calling intern Harrison. So that that must must be what happened. He must have accidentally hit Siri on his phone, and then somehow his phone thought he said call Kirk Minahan, which well, is in the very strange. Is the, is the I like to think in the middle of a song it goes, and Kirk Minahan does a great job on the podcast. Kirk Minahan does a great job on the content, uh, but sometimes he's mean to me, Ziggy, or something like like I don't know, like like when Mike set out, like what if you, what if you heard like yeah, I'm working on this real piece of shit podcast. It would have been like the funniest thing. Talking uh, to Ziggy, the only reason you don't even get top shelf dog food is because of Kurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, 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 or something like that. that. Cheap stuff from Stop and Shop, or you want the blue buffalo? Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I, f- I found that very, very, very humorous, and uh, I like how they touched on that before they even got into any of any of the case stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, so that was that was just hilarious. I, I really wish. I think I think Steve should release an album. Uh, he had a he had a little song later on about Milton's, which was very good. It was it was holy shit. It was like it was good. It was up there, and uh, I, I truly think that. That Steve should, I think, an album by Big Steve, perhaps a Christmas album, would uh, would would really sell well. It, would, it yeah. would go to miles and miles. I think it would it, it would definitely outsell Julie DeCaro, who is currently fun. Julie DeCaro update seventy thousand six hundred and forty three in bestsellers. Let's go, Julie. So yeah, that's my back, girl. Back on the downtrend. <laughs> she's awesome. I don't know. She's awesome. So that's all I can say about that. So I don't really want to talk much about the case itself. Uh, I'm going to do that later on with Harrison and we're going to trust me, do a deep dive into that. But I want to kind of talk about the reaction the Minifans have had to the case. So obviously one of the things they mentioned yesterday was that the golden ticket winner, Dale received the, received the case before anyone else did uh, other than like Mike and, you know, Mikey Fowler. 
stuff like that. Uh, like 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 they said he would. Some Mina fans, or I would I don't wouldn't necessarily call them Mina fans. I would call them. Uh, I don't know what I'd call them. Uh, took not offense to it, but uh, but anger with the fact that he did not receive the case weeks and beforehand. And I think Stephen Kirk even said, like, listen, we didn't have this done until Saturday night. So the fact that he got it before anyone else is still a, a, an achievement in and of itself. And I know that caller who uh, – you ever like – you ever like – when you're listening to the podcast and you know the answer to a question and you're like, fuck, I wish I, I wish I was there to text Steve or I wish I was there. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah, Jay. I was like, I was like, it's Jay. It's the guy who watched star Wars with me. Come on, come on, Steve Kirk. Just re remember it. But, uh, so he called in and he was kind of a dick. I mean, he was, he, you know, he called in and was like, congratulations on getting the, the case trending. And I know Minifans fans were trying to get it trending, but, uh, but it unfortunately never got to trend. And so I was thinking, like, oh, maybe at one point it was trending. And then it was like, no, no, no. Like, it didn't get trending, you fucking asshole. It's like, well, Jay, like, why, why are you wasting your time, you know, like, calling into this podcast on this glorious case day and uh, start, you know, and start trying to start shit. Uh, yeah. So it, it came out of left field. And I think the two biggest takeaways I took away from the call, just as a minute fan listening, mm -hmm. Is one, I mean, I kind of feel like I don't know if Dale asked him to do this or if he's doing it on his own. It just, I think mm -hmm. it puts it makes Dale look worse. Like, if your whole purpose is to try to get some sort of justice for J Dale, make it get a, the release a little earlier, yeah. you've gave more examples of why Kirk's not gonna do it because, as Kirk said, he doesn't trust you, like, he doesn't trust yes. that, and and from past actions if you feel rightfully or wrongfully kirk feels that way if kirk feels that way then it's automatically that's how he feels and that's the way it is it's kirk's show this is the kirk minahan show he's not going to feel that way so if you keep want to like butt heads with him you're going to get mm -hmm. the, the shit under kirk which it pretty much happened i mean kirk was right throughout that whole phone call just explaining it's like why are you doing this so it, it, it makes me like i I, I almost feel bad for Dale if he didn't ask him like to talk it out. Mm -hmm. I can understand being frustrated at times. I mean, you even heard it on the show because originally it was like he was scheduled to get it out eleven forty-five, and then they changed the email to eleven forty-eight. So 58. It, fifty-eight, excuse me. And it's I can see like that's playing into it a little bit. So it's like Kirk. It, the best thing about Kirk is he's so smart and knows what he's doing. And by making that move, he knows he's dangling the carrot and it's going to irk some people. It's going to get the people to talk about it more anyway. Mm, so, yes, dangling it, carrots seems it, to be a theme of today's show. Yeah. And so it's it, – and they took the bait. And unfortunately, like, I mean, he put up kind of a fight. But again, you the second part is I think you lose a lot of credibility of it when, hmm. when it's like, all right, who is this? You're coming at me. Who is this? You won't say who it is. Like for that, because obviously you know any like uh, any diehards who might have worked with them might have known who it was right away. Mm -hmm. But like the casual minute fan might not know his voice, so then to not even say who you are or what your handle is, and then just to hang up at the end. It's, yeah, it was not a good look. It, it's you, like you can't just hang up. It, you can get hung up on. You can, like like when I called on Friday asking Kirk to come on Kirk and off for the the case. I totally get his points after, but I was hung up on, and like I yep. would have stayed on until whatever. So it's like. You you basically try to hang on until either your point's completely done and you say like buy I'm out or they say buy out or 
but by just hanging up in the middle of a conversation, I just, I just hate that look mm. personally. And it just, I, I feel like it kind of diminished any quote unquote progress he thought he was making, mm -hmm. but he, and he wasn't making any. So it's just, I just think it, the overall end game of that, I think is just going to do more harm and just adds to yes. more, more for more things to Kirk, which I mean, you're just giving him examples now. It's like, if you, if you don't give Kirk reasons to not like you, he's not going to not like you. It's he's it's he he'll be as accommodating as it will be. It's, but if he has a reason not to like you, he's not going to like you. Yeah. It's he's the best at holding grudges. We've known that for years. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he's he's incredible when it comes to uh, burning bridges and things like that. Uh, it's something I envy and wish uh, a skill set I had. So the last thing I want to talk about in regards to the case was I thought there was going to be more of a backlash of people saying, like, listen, uh, we like the Kirk Minahan Show. I understand that the Kirk Minahan Show and the Case Podcast are two completely different sort types of, of shows. Yeah, I mean, you can like one and not listen to the other. But for the most part, it seems like a lot of people – who are interested or who are part of the Kirkman Hand Show world are very interested in the case. And we got some calls today talking about like, oh, do you think some Mina fans are going to try to get like involved and then try to, uh, you know, like solve the case before you guys do, or, you know, try to get involved. And, and Kirk's like, ah, I mean, that's up to other people. I, I, I tell everyone that, you know, you should not get involved and, and all these things, but it's, uh, but from overall there, there has, I, I think, Minifans have been pretty accepting that, like, hey, we're still getting three shows a week of the Kirk Minahan. Uh, yeah, three shows a week of the Kirk Minahan show. And, I mean, you heard the case. It sounded like it took a lot of hard work. They said they went through, like, nine or ten rough drafts of the first episode. And uh, so I think, overall, Minifans seem to be pretty pleased with the uh, with the amount of uh, content you're getting, not only on the Kirk Minahan show side, but, uh, but also from the case. So... Because, because yeah. uh, there, like I said, there were a couple calls where it's like, well, I mean, do you think there's going to be any backlash? And and uh, and knowing Kirk, I mean, he doesn't do anything half-assed. He actually had a tw uh, a tweet earlier. Uh, he, we'll get to this in a minute, but he's taking some time going on uh, different barstool shows, and he actually went on an Alabama radio station yesterday, uh, drive time, and to promote the case. And he went on Token CEO. I believe they recorded yesterday. Yep, just dropped it. It came out today. I don't know if you listened to it. I have. It's it's very good. Um, and the Barcelona Sports account tweeted that out and said, uh, you know, Kirk joined Token CEO to talk about at the Case Podcast. Uh, <laughs> it it was not the Case Podcast. It was the Case Podcast. Uh, They're trying. <laughs> in, in it, and it was ironic because in it he's talking about why how you should never half-ass anything because if you half-ass things, then you don't get anywhere. And uh, things just turn out terrible. And he <laughs> he retweeted that and said, uh, "Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is an example of half-assing half something." So it was uh, very funny. And uh, yeah, so I mean, that kind of segues into my next point of you know the Kirk Minahan going on. It's, I think it's let's call this the Kirk, the week of Kirk Minahan, baby, in uh, in the Barstool Sports Universe. March Madness is over. Everyone, you know, there's not too much betting going on right now. So you know. I guess you get some money on the Masters. That's, that's right. It's the Masters week, which I mean, I have you're going to say. Tomorrow's or whenever they're recording. I think it's tomorrow morning they're recording or tonight. Whenever they decide to record, I think that's where you're going to get all the Masters predictions. You're going to get the Masters calls coming in if they mm -hmm. take calls. This is the prime time to do it, and there's no one to talk. No one better to talk Masters with than Kirk. Mayer. Yes. I mean, it's Masters week, which Kirk says, I, I believe he said it is, it is 
it is his favorite time of the year where he just throws on uh, themasters.com or whatever website. Uh, you can see all the holes and he just kind of watches it and just goes along with it. So, And then he he's going, I believe it said he was recording with the Dave Portnoy show today. So that could be interesting. Um in regards to, you know, I mean, whenever whenever Dave and Kirk get together, it's always it's very, very entertaining. It's must listen radio, podcast, wherever you are. You have to, it's, I think what makes Kirk, the reason why I love Kirk so much is that no matter who you put in next to him, he makes them immensely better than they are. As mm-hmm. someone as talented as Portnoy is, Kirk brings them to an even more entertaining level with the two of them. And it just, just shows to show you how, once like Kirk takes these things seriously, like, he knows Dave personally. So he, he, yep. he knows how he's gonna, that conversation is going to go. They'll talk the case and then they'll start wiggling things in. And I guarantee you that you, we might even hear some Jared Carabas contract negotiations live on that show. You never know with them. Yes, and it, that could it, be. It, it'd be such a whole circle from it. And, and Kirk will just, Kirk will let Dave think he's steering the conversation conversation, but it's all Kirk in the end, just by yeah. the way, he gives answers. It's just, it's one of the most things. And, and I always say like, I have a, some friends were thinking about going into um like doing journalism and stuff. I go follow the trajectory of Kirk Minahan and listen to when he does interviews. It is, it's mm-hmm. just he, the way he does it is unlike any other. And I think that's why you're seeing this case be so successful. And you even, and I'm even most surprised that not a, you had that initial, like during the, the teaser came out, you saw a couple blue check marks, but since then they've all been quiet. And it, yeah. and I think that stems a lot now that you're, they're not going to promote it, but they're not bashing mm-hmm. it because I think you're listening to like the first episode of the case and you see everything. It's, this is a story I think that hits it's Brockton. It's, it's a Brockton story. And mm-hmm. with a lot of the minivans being from this area, you've heard of this story now. And it's a shock that it takes 10 years to even get any sort of coverage to begin with. Yeah. And then now like it's, the first thought I had just as a general, I know you guys will dive into it. It's amazing to think that this case happened in 1989. So mm-hmm. that's 30 years ago. It took them 10 years to even get on a sort of look for it. And then 20 years of looking or stop. They, they had to have stopped looking. And it's yeah. as what was it? What was it? Gaz tweeted out the, uh, the security guard pretending the pat. He's like the first yeah. officer. I'm like you're seeing yeah. Gaz, Gaz give the pubs out for it. So it's like, it's amazing. You see all this for all these years. And then Kirk Minahan comes in with Steve and they go down, they start asking questions and Mm -hmm. things are blowing up down South now that have been for years in the making. And it took Kirk, what three months. (laughs) So I got it. It just, it's at one point you have to be like, all right, this guy knows what he's doing. It's even if you hate him, you have to at least give respect for that craft. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like you said, I'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you'll see many blue check marks going after Kirk and Barstool for the case because I think even they must realize that they're doing a very good thing. And I don't, I, I think eventually you will see it, but I think it's going to take a couple episodes. Wait until something controversial comes up. Wait until they, you know, not implicate, but you know, su- like suggest suspects and, and things, things of this nature. And someone's going to come up, and and like like Kirk said, it's going to be the Boston Globe's going to be like, oh, Brockton, you know, Brockton missing person case finally looked at. Now let's talk about the host backstory, which is always going to be, which, yeah, which is always a fun conversation to have fifty times over. So, 
What, what was That's it? Going it was to- last week when the, when someone called up about KFC not saying anything. Well, breaking mm-hmm. news. We got a KFC tweet from like 10 seconds ago. The case episode one is phenomenal. And that's not just blowing smoke because they are my co-workers. Kirk and Steve are going to have to give me advanced episodes. So now you got KFC jockeying for the rest of them as well. So now he's coming out with the woodwork. It looks like his rift awesome. may be done. <laughs> awesome. So speaking of Steve, uh, Kirk kind of let Steve, you know, there's a segment today after kind of the whole Ziggy thing where, you know, he kind of let Steve go off into it. It wasn't as much as the Friday episode. The Friday yeah. episode, we got straight up S.E. Robinson. S.E. was Let's back see. and ready to roll on Friday. I loved it. But talking about, he, you know, he brought up Georgia law, the voting laws, and, you know, they kind of got into it. Kirk made a good point where he's like, you know, us three white guys should be, like, be deciding this, having this conversation. You know, Steve went back and forth. But the most interesting sound was actually brought up by Mike uh, in regards to the CNN comment where he, where the woman says, uh, well, what carrot are we going to dangle in front of people in order to get the vaccine? in order to give them a free if we give them their freedoms back and steve goes i don't know maybe don't get coronavirus and it's like that 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 should pretty much be a good enough incentive you shouldn't have to you know dangle the bill of rights in front of people and say ah ah, ah, you could get this taken away if if you don't do that so steve got to go off a little bit on uh you know on the politics of this country right now and it's uh it's 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 always good to hear every once in a while just just steve go full se mode and uh, get his get his political takes. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know how you felt about that. I, I mean, I like it as a as a political guy myself. It's mm-hmm. I can't escape it. Uh, it was like when you talk about like you wish you could like text in right away in real time. Like when they first started like bringing up, oh, how is doing this racist type of thing? And I think yep. I think Kirk Kirk did a great job of explaining. And I think even I've had these debates too. It's it, it you look at the it's more of a socioeconomical thing more so then targeted at a specific race i feel and looking at all the coverage you see the the falsehoods that have been going out and like that mm-hmm. gets frustrating because as as a rep- the reporter in me is just like dude just say it what it is like you don't have to sugarcoat it it might not be the best thing but i think kirk said it best today when he's just saying he's like and even steve agreed it's all right let's let's give id let's have everyone have to have ids but let's mm-hmm. make it at least everyone can get one and i think that's something that can work but it's when Steve goes into his political rants, the first thing that I, I, I always get a little, I, I like it because it's that fire still there. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things that, you know, if it, it makes sense, I think it can set up for a lot of fun phone calls. Yes. So it's like, it's like the, the diehard men fans who listen to that can build off that on future shows. So that's why I love having those come in. Because then you get Dr. Jill Biden calling in, and mm-hmm. even though it sucked today, he tried uh, ha- the Prince, Prince, Prince Harry. Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, where did you think you were going? But you tried. But it's like, yeah. but having, but having that little background brings so much more in because that's just another avenue you can go down on the prank calls. Mm. So I think it's all, uh, all good, and uh, it's I, I like him. Keep, keep him coming, Stephen. And one one day maybe I can get a political debate with Steve going on it. Even though I think politically him and I are semi similar, similar, but I, I could I could play devil's advocate if I need to. I like it, but uh, you think? Yeah, yeah, I could see like Charles Barkley calling in now. They kind of touched on that a little bit with his take on TNT, which I thought was just Kirk was like, "Yeah, this is literally what I what I say." Like he's like, "This is just my take," and you know Charles Barkley is getting destroyed for this on TNT. Well, uh, it's not a terrible thing he said. No, I don't know if you know this, but. 
Charles Barkley, I believe at one point in the 2000s, was contemplating, or maybe he did run for governor of Alabama uh, as a Republican. So he is a Republican. Uh, that's why kind of some people kind of you know pick apart his what he says and, and and things things of that nature. But I thought it was just interesting just to kind of see a national figure kind of be like, hey, listen, this is what stop seeing it as black and white and just see it as you know the people versus the elite or whatever. And Kirk's like, I say that all the time. He's like, you know. John, look at John Henry. He controls the media in Boston. He controls the Red Sox in Boston. You can't write anything bad about him. Like he doesn't give a shit uh, if you're black, white. He just wants to make sure that you know you continue to pay him a ridiculous amount of money for Red Sox season tickets, and uh, and that will continue on forever. And uh, oh, another thing too is uh, Red Sox suck. Isn't that great? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, my, uh, I got surprised with some free tickets to tonight's game, so I'm going to be going and. I have a Stephen Murphy chant ready to go. I got, I got plastic. So, so, so last week you you admit I was gonna I, I forgot to bring this up. Last oh, week yeah, you admit yeah. to watching the Dork podcast, and now tonight you're going to the Red Sox game. But this I is, mean, I'm, I'm I'm wearing this shirt. I I'm going in my protest. If I'm giving free stuff, I take full advantage of it. And oh. if I get kicked out, I mean, I've been kicked out of a Barnes and Noble just like Kirk now. So I mean, I'm going for all. I'm I am a very honest person. I don't like there to be closet. Like closets in, he's gonna. Oh, I have a Red Sox fan I'm, on the Kirkman hand. I'm not a Red Sox fan. Going. I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm a fan anymore. I oh, just, I have a Rich Keith super fan on my phone. <laughs> I am oh, not a Rich God, Keith. I'm so sorry, fan, Kirk. Sure. Can you apologize? Can you apologize I, one for the Dork podcast? And I would like to apologize for team. admitting I listened to the Dork podcast and sorry I'm going to the game tonight. Oh, uh, but I will have yet. fun. And the good news is, why I'll, do you keep this to yourself? Why do you have to let us know? I am an honest now. person. I am a very honest but person. But no one asked you. I didn't ask you, what are you doing tonight? You could have just been like, ah, you know, care. I'm doing I am an something. honest person because because you want to know why? Because here's the thing. God <sighs> forbid someone snaps a picture. I get sent there, and then it's worse. I am a person. I'll be upfront about it. I'm going to do my typical shenanigans when I do it, and it's going to well, be I'm sure you're going to bring down the Red Sox. I'm going to try to at least. You're going to buy hot dogs? No. You're going to buy beer? No, I'm gonna drink well beforehand. Like I'm not spending any money in there. Not my just, money. This breaks my heart. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, like if I'm known as the biggest disappointment in the Kirk Minahan world, that's that's still an accomplished for me. Well, talking of biggest di- disappointments, let's get on to the final point of today's show. Oh, Andrew, you really broke my heart with that one. That's okay. I've, but uh, let's get on to the final point of today's show. Uh, so Kirk brought up at one point, he said, listen, Steve does not, Steve thinks that intern Harrison, sorry, I'm having trouble speaking. Intern Harrison is better than, than me, than Justin. And, uh, I think what, how Steve described it, I would hundred percent agree with like, who do I think, uh, is smarter? Like if, if you just look at both me and Harrison, just from having conversations with Harrison and just knowing myself, I would also say that Harrison is probably, you know, smarter than me. He probably knows who uh, Harry Caray are and, you know, uh, who whoever that woman was in Alien that I, I still keep forgetting over and over and over again. Signory? Yes, 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 Signory. <laughs> yes, Signory uh, Weaver or something like that. That's my favorite moment of the whole read. Signory Weaver. Yep, that's it, Justin. But uh, no, I, I mean, I, I was glad to hear that, you know, Harrison is now uh, getting paid. Uh, that's awesome. I, I, I love Harrison. He's, he's the man. I can't wait to do the uh, the case wrap up show with him in, in just a little over an hour and a half from now. 
but it's uh but 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 i i could just see uh i mean i could see why why steve isn't the biggest fan of me i mean i'm not the most technically sound um not the brightest bulb in the whole wide world you know i try to i try to add i try to do what i can here and there but it's uh but no, I don't think there's any beef. Someone, someone messaged, someone texted me. He's like, "So you and are you and Harrison going to fight at Rough and Rowdy?" And I was like, "How many times do I have to say I don't want to fight anyone at Rough and Rowdy? Uh, like, I don't want to fight an intern at Rough and Rowdy. Like, it, I just think it would just be stupid. I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter." I was going to say, "What well, would it be like? The fight for Kirk's approval?" <laughs> yeah, something that he would give literally no shits about. No, he would not care about it. But it was good to hear Kirk say, "You know, he's a Justin guy." Considering how, let's uh, let's rewind the clock uh, four or five months ago, and he was not a Justin guy uh, uh, in the slightest bit. So I'm, I'm glad to see that you know my standing has with you because even like going back to the listen backs, even all the way I just finished the episode with the Red Robin investigation. Oh yeah, that was a tough one. And that was a tough one for you. You, yep. you posted I, like, I posted that at six a.m. instead of eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. So was, it's been a it's it. You're still around. You're doing great. It's you've had your. You take the punches when they come, and you you, you produce great work. So it's. I well, well I, sure. I produce work. You produce uh, okay. Fine, fair point. You you produce work. I mean, you do associate with me now, so that's probably pretty shitty. But yeah, yeah. So we'll see how long that lasts. But uh, yeah. So uh, so I don't think there was anything nefarious. I mean, obviously, people have favorites when it comes to, you know, underlings or something like that. And I mean. With even like at first, Colleen Robinson, and then yeah, yeah, and like and, and, uh, like like I'm like it. I think when it was me and Will, I think Steve liked Will more than me, uh, and I think Mike liked me more than Will. I mean, it was just kind of like who you interact with more. So uh, I'm hoping to you know get some more things done this week. But yeah, I, th- I think that was just uh, that was just funny. I was I was laughing listening to it. It was uh, you can definitely tell. They were talking about how many Pinocchios it is, and and Steve goes, uh, two Pinocchios," and I, I do think it makes sense when uh, when he said, I, "I I think we should bring Harrison in uh, as a contin- contingency plan." Can't fucking speak uh, in case I don't know. Let's say me and Steve are driving a Chick Fil A, and we get hit by you know uh, a plane or something like that. Uh, who's going to produce the podcast? Someone someone needs to. So uh, I think I think the more. The more people, the merrier. And, and Harrison's Harrison's awesome. He, he's, he's the man. I, I love Harrison. Yeah, do you but always have uh, backup plans just just in case you never know what can happen. And and I mean, you're it's with you. You know how to do it. I mean, we've heard you're producing the first time when with the show from down south. Yeah, so, but also that was like that was, that, that's a lot different than being in studio with the. Buttons. That's also just Streamyard. Like I, yeah. I did the same amount of producing as I'm doing like right now. It just you just click a button. Yeah, but. So, You've had you've you've done great. I I, I mean sure. I've, I've always enjoyed it. It's, at the end of the day, I think my favorite part out of today's show was at the call when they were talking about the um the end sound about now it's a guy puking. It's yeah, a, yeah. Why is there a cat? And then you hear Kirk completely forget the Tig story. Yes, yeah, so, I thought that was very interesting too. And I'm like, how do you forget? I I mean I know he's got a whole shitloads going on, but it's like your producer <laughs> admitted to killing a friend's cat for a mercy killing. And it's like, I, I feel like that might stick out a bit, but, it, but then as soon as like, he remembers the whole thing, the laugh he gives. Yes. He's like, oh yeah. That, 
And I, think, I love Mike. He's like, I wasn't here, but I think this is what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike, we know. You were listening the whole time. Yeah, I, I think what happens when something happens on this show, it's like there's a die, a die rolled in Kirk's head. And it's either it's a six and he remembers it. He'll remember it completely for forever and ever. Like, he'll always remember the sound I pulled of Mike and Chris talking before the Cheers podcast. Kirk thinks that Kirk love that. He'll always remember that. I think he said at one point, it was like the best thing I ever have and ever will do. Then something like Tig, which is just as funny, just as, you know, just had as much hype rolls and maybe he gets, you know, a two and it takes some digging to kind of get into that or not remembering the fact that they had this conversation about the intro song, uh, like about a year ago, I, I believe it was now. So it's uh, oh, it was more than a year. It was like the, I think it was the end of 19 that they yes. actually had the whole discussion of it on. And it was just like, oh, yeah, shipping up the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Gert, like, Are you fucking kidding me? I, he had the same exact reaction he did. Uh, I, I just listened to that episode like two days ago. So I heard that. Then I heard this. And I'm like, it's the exact same conversation all over again. I had to check the phone to make sure I was on the right phone. Yes, it, w- it was. Uh, it, w- it was very but funny. No, he still hates it. <laughs> but uh, but I, I like the I like the the outro. Yeah, uh, oh, it's funny. It's every once in a while he'll throw in something different, and it's uh, I, I don't know. I, I love it. I love everything to do with the Kirkman Hand Show. So and now that we have the end the end date in mind, like I I am now just picturing what Steve's that ending sound for the last one's gonna be. And it's like, is he gonna? Why are you thinking that so far in advance? I just no, want I, it's so I'm far away. Of, I'm just thinking of like, does my question is, does Steve go like to keep it like the short minute one, or does he make like just a five minute one? Because of all the calls over the years, like you guys are making it too long. You're adding too many things. Replace stuff. It's just sounds. And I and I like Steve's like response to that. He's like, I just like the sounds. <laughs> That's why I yeah. that. That's yeah. it. No, it's, it's uh, it was very uh, yeah. Kirk's like you gotta give you gotta give Steve throw Steve a bone every now and then. So uh, so yeah. So that that is that I, that pretty much does it from uh, yesterday's show. Uh, Andrew, do you have anything else to say other than uh, do not listen to the Dork Podcast and fuck the Red Sox? Fuck the Red Sox. Don't listen to the Dork Podcast. But congratulations on uh, Kirk's new. It looks like Kirk's gonna be getting a new uh, coworker in Paul Pierce. <laughs> so congratulations. Oh, I'm sure Kirk will. I mean, you but, but don't, you, don't you think if Kirk brought him on, like whatever capacity he comes in, if he like has a podcast or something he promotes, you wouldn't want to hear Kirk talking with Pierce, just even like just. I don't think I don't think Kirk would want to talk to Pierce. Well, I mean, I I would I'd be interested knowing Kirk's love of like basketball. I think that could be an interesting conversation. I I, I would just like to hear that. I I think it would be best best of both worlds type of thing to see what he's like. I don't know. I, I Maybe, don't, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I think there's uh, yeah, would, for that. But I, I, I would love it if he. I would love it if he became like Wednesday's guest. It's just Mike, Paul Pierce, and then Jared Carabas on Fridays. So, uh, so there is the uh, there is the trivia tonight. So that should be fun and you know released at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. But uh, but yeah. So that about does it here today on the Kirk Minahan wrap up show. Uh, I want to thank you, you, Andrew, for joining me, even though you listen to the Dork Podcast and you're going to a Red Sox game. And uh, I would like to thank everyone who listens or watches. And I will talk to you guys later today on the Case Wrap-Up, Episode 1.